Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 604, air date May 4th, 2020. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Good evening. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. We're going to have a very timely discussion on remdesivir and uh, Fauci's promotion of remdesivir as a cure. And we're also going to talk about immune health again to set... Um, uh, so sort of level set what's going on. Uh, anyway, let me introduce myself. This is Dr. Shivaya Dure. I'm an MIT PhD in biological engineering. I have a bunch of other degrees from MIT, but my uh, life has uh, really been spent on uh, the whole area of health systems. I'm considered one of the leading people in the world on the immune system and also an expert on personalized and precision medicine. Um, I have various companies I run. One of them is called Cytosol, one of them is called Systems Health. And I'm also running for United States Senate in Massachusetts against Joe Kennedy, the nephew of Robert Kennedy. Before we start, I want to have a discussion and hear about the Hitlerian type lies that Bobby Kennedy has released that I own a vaccine company. And we need to address this right off the bat because I have done, I've sacrificed a lot, done an incredible amount for supporting this movement for truth, freedom and health. And after I exposed Bobby Kennedy's utter hypocrisy, he ran a smear campaign to, def to support his nephew's run for Senate here because he knows I'm gonna uh, beat him. And part of that smear campaign, which has been re uh, repeated by a number of, frankly, very foolish people who believe that the Kennedys, that because Bobby Kennedy writes something, it's true, and repeating it is quite, an indication of the level of sheep and robots that follow Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy is pro-vaccine. He supports the extension of the vaccination program. He wants to follow in the legacy of his first uncle, John Kennedy, who instituted the National Vaccine Act, then his second uncle, who extended that by creating the National Vaccine Injury Program, which created the courts, which would not allow, which essentially protected the vaccine manufacturers. And if you really listen to Robert Kennedy, he emphatically says he's pro-vaccine. Jen, you may just want to put everyone out there called rfkexposed.com. Everyone should go visit that site. Now, I'm a person of truth. I have no horse in this game except the truth. And as a part of that truth, I started exposing Robert Kennedy for his hypocrisy. And in, re in return for that, what did Mr. Kennedy do? He made up, he took the Hitler approach, which is lies, big lies. He said, I ran a vaccine company. On my website, we put all the different people who come to us to use our mathematical models. There's nothing to hide here. Number two, he said that I get money from the Hillary Clintons. And then he said, I have a partnership with Gates. Think about that. It is like the biggest lies you can do. And the guys like the Kennedys do not want a dark skinned guy like me leading a movement. They're racist also. And I have Dr. Jula Pauly here, who is uh, a cardiologist, I mean, a gastroenterologist, and he knows about me. He's, he's a, uh, uh, Dr. Julepali graduated number one in his class. He's a, a dual, uh, you're, you're a gastroenterologist plus what, uh, Venu, in addition? Gastroenterology, that's what I do. Um, so we're going to talk about this. So anyone out here, anyone who wants to promote the lie that I own a vaccine company, replicating Robert Kennedy needs to understand that this is part of what the deep state does. I'm running against his nephew in Massachusetts. And the racist Kennedys think that only white people 
can lead movements. And you're seeing two dark-skinned Indian people here who have done a lot for this country, dedicated our lives to health, and I'm the one who created all those videos to educate the public. And anyone who continues this, it's going to become very, very ugly. Because to say that I run a vaccine company and that I have a relationship with Bill Gates and that I got money from Clinton's is utter lies. And all of you who still want to follow Robert Kennedy after tonight need to either get out of the way because you're not part of the movement for truth, freedom and health. You're part of a movement for keeping things as they are and supporting elites and the Kennedys who have done nothing for the vaccine movement except hold on to it and suppress it until I came along and I said, we need to build a bottoms up movement. And these are just the facts. However, there are people like the Kennedys, liberal white elites, think they, they have the monopoly and the hegemony on movements. And it's bullshit. Again, I'm gonna give my number right here and anyone, any troll, any foolish idiot who thinks I run a vaccine company, call me right now and say it publicly and let's discuss it. 617-631-6874. Cause there's a bunch of foolish people out here who keep saying that. Let's have it right here, come on. Who thinks I run a vaccine company? Vainu, have you been to Cambridge? I've been to Cambridge. Yeah. I've been Tell to people Cambridge. what I do, Vainu. Tell people what Cytosolve is. Cytosolve is an in silico mechanistic modeling of the cell. So it's looking to break things down and then ultimately put it all back together in a way that is collaborative. Hold on, Who's calling, hold on. Sure. Hello, do you think I run a vaccine company? No, I do not. And I just have something very interesting that just happened on my uh, feed that I'm watching you on uh, that proves that you're being censored. My YouTube just shut off. It blacked out and went back to my home screen on my phone. When I went to click back onto YouTube to restart watching you again, uh, you were off. And the thing that was up in the to start playing was Dr. Rashid Buttar. Yep. So that's what they're doing. So uh, butt ass, as I like to call him, because I, I, you know, I get angry in a righteous anger. He's been the little pawn, the little plagiarist that Mr. Kennedy's brought in. After I'm the one who started the fire Fauci campaign. Thank you very much. So we need to have a discussion if it means all night before I share with you amazing content. This is content that no one gives. Who here believes that I run a vaccine company? Hello, do you believe I run a vaccine company? Even did research on what you you know study and what you brought to the table, they will know that Cytosolve is organic. It has nothing to do with you know rat brains and all these bad things that vaccines have. Yep. I just wanted to let them know. Thank you. I support everything you're doing. I came. I uh, I was introduced to you from Young Pharaoh, and I just wanted to say thank you for everything you're doing, and we got your back. We we wish. Thank you. We wish. Yeah, so the discussion we want to have now is, you know, my leadership has unleashed a global movement for truth, freedom, and health. And this is not something that I've just been doing yesterday. I came as an untouchable from India. Vena will tell you and others will tell you since a kid I've been fighting. In eight, 1981, there's a picture of me burning the South African flag on the steps of MIT. I organized food service workers at MIT to get a better uh, wages. And all of this is documented. That's been my trajectory in life. So anyone who is attacking my character, 
they have they have something serious coming to them, calls me a vaccine manufacturer, says that I have a relationship with Bill Gates. This is total racist shit. It's racism. And if you're white and you don't get it, it's time that you learn what racism is. This is racism. The people on the left try to control racism and the people on the right want to not talk about racism. There is racism and you're witnessing it right here. A sincere person who's been a fighter, a scientist, an inventor, who's helped this movement really advance it. And all of you out there, you need to go to battle against Robert Kennedy and the deep state. That's what they are. They have organized all of this to control you and they're going to all these little media channels and what we have is our own platform. Robert Kennedy, you freaking call me right now and you better apologize or this is gonna be serious war. That's what we're going after you because you're part of the deep state and all your little butt asses around you who you brought together to try to attack me. And all of you listening out there, it's time that you go to war because this is a war. This is a war for between truth, freedom and health and those people who bullshit. Robert Kennedy is openly said that he's pro-vaccine, emphatically pro-vaccine. He wants more government involvement. Big difference between me and him, I wanna remove everything from 1962. And Cytosol is an amazing company. It's an amazing company that set, makes mathematical models. And right on my website, I list all the people who we've engaged with in any form. Pfizer came to us, the innovation group. They wanted us to model the molecular pathways of lupus. We started doing that, they reneged and they left away. Did I remove that logo? No, because if I was lying, I would have wanted to take that away. You're looking at one of the most transparent people you'll find on this freaking planet. Open and transparent. So this is racist because they don't want this guy running a global movement. Robert Kennedy is a freaking little bastard. That's what he is. The fact that he called me a vaccine maker, the fact that he said that I have a relation with Gates, and the fact that he said, dare say that I got money from the Clintons. And everyone here, it's time for you to get off the sidelines and go to these guys and destroy them. And you can use rfkexposed.com because they are the enemy. Vaino, you wanna add anything? I was just talking about Cytosol. I mean, I read your PhD thesis where you actually you know, formulated what became Cytosol. It, it is such an intricate form of a lot of different things coming together. And that's what fascinates me about Cytosolve. It's, it's, a, it's a way to bring in mechanistic modeling of the cell, uh, not to uh, have all the answers, but to have an open collaborative model among scientists and researchers all over the world. And then through an iterative process, build and build and bid to get closer and closer approximation of the truth. So to me, Cytosolve in terms of healthcare is a it's an uncover of truths in healthcare and that's what we all want and the most important the more important thing is this there's no reason that i should even have to have this conversation because anyone who wants to be a warrior for truth freedom and health cannot be a sheep or a robot there's a certain character that it takes you know a lot of you uh, who followed my videos i know enjoyed them the sheep who suddenly starts saying well i don't know now he's a vaccine maker it's time for people to start using their freaking brains. Go look at the timeline. I expose Robert Kennedy for what he actually is. He's been sitting on this movement and his nephews who I'm running after, who's pro-vaccine mandates, whose wife runs a little nonprofit, which is to vaccinate poor black kids 
under the uh, under the aura of wellness. That's what's going on in Massachusetts. The Kennedys believe they're the only ones who can be in politics, and they're the ones who will anoint other dark people when they'll push them forward as proxies. And this needs to be understood, that this is racism. And Robert Kennedy's a freaking racist. How dare he say I run a vaccine company? And anyone on this site, anyone who follows me, better start defending the truth, because that's what this movement's about. It's about truth freedom and health. I will always speak the truth. I will die for freedom and I'll, I, will, I will fight for health. That's what this is about. I'm the guy who fought Monsanto. Hillary Clinton took money from them. Robert Kennedy endorsed her three times. And when I exposed that, he said, I'm a vaccine maker. That's going to get me killed. That I have a relationship with Gates. Is this what you want for someone like me, a sincere person to get killed because a Kennedy asshole? That's what he is. Robert Kennedy is an asshole and worse. He's a criminal because he's got his little nephew running here and he knows in the polls that I'm beating them. This is a complete, complete smear campaign and it's involved a number of parties. Hold on. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Do you believe I run a vaccine company? No, Dr. Shiva, I'm not. And I actually called you a few days back and when we are talking about all this uh bullshit lie by Kennedy. The only way and the way I see it, you can become part of vaccine making is if they come over to you, like you offered to ask you to use your program, decide also to test their vaccine uh, compositions if they gonna work in the first place. That was the only way that you could be involved in any kind of way or fashion in the vaccine making by just helping to improve or prove or disprove the formulas. Make sure that, that actually something good is happening out of this. Now, another thing, a few days back, I was trying to post on one of the websites, news websites, something about Shiva for Senate and talking about censorship that you're experiencing. The moment I put your last name to posting Shiva for Senate, when I posted Shiva for Senate, it went through. When I said, typed Shiva Ayadure for Senate, I was not able to make that post. Yeah, so it's, I it's clear you are being like somehow automatically censored and rejected. I just wanted to make sure that I'm one of your digital soldiers. Excellent. Yeah. Word about you and what you're doing on a larger scale when there are million people, millions of, or thousands of people are viewing newscast, news broadcasting or whatever it is, trying my best but I'm experiencing dirty. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, th I think the most important thing, I appreciate your calling. I think, uh, thank you. I just want, I have a couple more calls coming in very much. Thank you. Uh, he used the word digital soldier, uh, digital um, warriors. That's what we need. Let me lay out the facts very simply. My dedication is to freedom. I've already made a lot of money in many ways. The fact that my parents made it out of India is already icing on the cake. There's not much I need beyond that. 
So it's about freedom, it's about truth, it's about health. And anyone who knows me, and anyone's welcome even to my house if you wanna come here, I'm very transparent. You can come to our office, but Robert Kennedy Jr. and his entire family foregoing John F. Kennedy, who was executed by the deep state. But the modern Kennedys are deep state Kennedys. They are deep state. Because the day that they lied about me, like a Hitler-like style, the big lie, they became, my they became serious enemies to me. And they should become serious enemies to everyone out there. There's, a, there, there's, no, there's no gray area here. Robert Kennedy was called out for endorsing Hillary Clinton by me three times. A woman who's pro-vaccine mandates, who believes the science is settled, who got the biggest amount of money contributions for Big Pharma, and who took serious amount of money from Monsanto. So start using your brains. That's what we need. We're not going to win against the deep state with stupid people. We need smart people. We need warriors. We need people who get it. There is evil. And, that, and people on the other side will manipulate people. And the fact that I attacked Kennedy to call me a vaccine maker, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can I, can I just say yeah, that? You and I were talking about the racial dynamics here. And I think it's important, you know, look, it's hard for people to understand race because you haven't walked in my shoes. Go ahead, Vayner. I mean, you don't even have to take his word for it, okay? I mean, there's nobody more transparent than Shiva. I mean, I can say that 100% because I've, 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 I've looked at his work and then I went up to Cambridge. I checked it out his work over there. I've been to his house. I've talked to him. He has no filters. So go watch his videos, learn about what he said in the past. It's all there. It's all transparent. He has absolutely nothing to hide, nothing at all. Yeah, and now if someone's writing Robert Kennedy doesn't support Hillary after I called him out, but he came up here and he raised money for his nephew, his stupid freaking nephew, a 39-year-old kid with 50 million inheritance. So, so that's not an excuse. After I called him out. So let's get it clear. These people are opportunists. He's weaving now, but he said, I'm a vaccine maker. He said that I have a relationship with Bill Gates. He said that I took money from the Clintons. I won a contest while I was a graduate student to analyze a president's email and categorize it run by the National Institute of Standards. That's what I won. That's an honor. And I'm the one who first called out Hillary Clinton. It's in the New York Times. In fact, it's in my book. He was kissing up to her and he kisses ass to her and they're like this. It is time that we realize that do you really want truth and freedom and health? Do you want a warrior like me fighting for you? Or are, are you, is anyone around here gonna let anyone like a Robert Kennedy throw me under the bus? And I know you won't, but we need to go to war against these people because this is a war that's taking place globally right now against the deep state, the Fauci's, and I'm gonna throw the deep state Kennedys in there, the CDC, the Clintons, all of them want to control our health. What's my position on health? It should be decentralized. Me and Venu have talked about that. Whether you get vaccines or not has nothing to do with the government. The 1962 Vaccination Act needs to completely go away. That's not what Robert Kennedy wants. He may now switch after I expose him because John Kennedy's the one who implemented it. Edward Kennedy in 1986 is the one who created the Vaccine Act, the National Vaccine, I'm sorry, Injury Program, which 
created the vaccine courts. And he's running around wanting to get a little position for himself to do quote unquote vaccine safety. And I've already said out there, if any vaccine company wants to use Cytosol, we will do it at zero cost, zero. But it's time that this bullshit racism end. I've had to work hard all my life. Even if I got an A plus, I'm telling you, I could tell you story after story, a kid who got a B got more credit. And that's what we're witnessing here. They do not want this color skin leading a movement. I'm not talking about you people. I'm talking about them. Let the language go. Sorry, Robin, Michelle, DiMaggio. You don't know what it gets means to get angry. I am angry and you should be angry. This is bullshit. This is putting a target on my back so I get knocked off or killed. It's nonsense. Anyone here think I run a vaccine company? Who here is going to go to war against the Kennedy, the deep state Kennedys? Because what they're doing is total, total lies. And they think repeating it is going to make it real. Putting a little website with pointing little diagrams. I list all my pieces of anyone who wants to use my software. Everyone is listed there. Hello, Dr. Shiva speaking. Do you think I run a vaccine company? not it's laughable um i just wanted to say i've been following you for a couple months um you actually spoke to me privately um and on several occasions and i have never met anyone of your stature that would take the time to listen to somebody like me and i just want to say thank you for standing up for the little people thank you very much be well thank you good night all right so it's time to go to war because that's what we have. We have we have an entire hoax that got pulled off by the global elites in this country. You have people running around with masks. You have separation. You have people being anxious. You have social distancing. You have social isolation. And just a yesterday, a a nurse came to my office from one of the biggest hospitals in Massachusetts, and she shared with me she works in the COVID nineteen unit how people are coming in and they're actually being killed. And I'll share more about that. Right when people walk in, they're told that they need to go on palliative care. These are people who have pre-existing conditions. They're not receiving any care. She said, this is a hospital that used to have 800 people packed. Now they only have 38 people. God knows what's happening to the other people. We're in a war between truth and lies. And this is not about unity. So I don't wanna hear a damn about unity. Shiva is dividing the movement. Yes, I am dividing the movement between truth and lies. We don't want some bullshit liberal unity of the Kennedys, some march on Washington, which his father orchestrated and never really did anything for civil rights. And that's what they want to do here. They're going to mishmash, you know, you know, truth and lies all together. We have to be very clear. There's truth and lies. Dr. Shiva Ayadure does not run a vaccine company. Robert Kennedy is pro-vaccine. Dr. Shiva Iadure has zero relation with Bill Gates. Robert Kennedy voted for Hillary Clinton three times who took 170 million from the Gates Foundation. These are the facts. And it's time that people don't sit on the sidelines. I expect people who wanna follow and be part of the movement for truth, freedom and health to have the integrity and the character to fight, fight, fight. That's how you be the light. You don't sit on the sidelines and let a warrior like me get attacked by bullshit. Action, action is character.
That's what this is about. That's what this is about. We need to fight and Robert Kennedy, and remember I'm running against his little stupid nephew who is pro-vaccine mandates. Look it up, Joe Kennedy. He's scaring the shit out of people in Massachusetts. His wife runs an organization which is bringing in all, they always wanna help us dark people. We don't need, you know, I'm sorry, the dark people and the people all around Africa don't need the Kennedy's help. They really don't. They can take care of themselves. Why don't, why not help the poor white working people in this country who've been screwed over? We need to have a serious revolution in this country and the not so obvious establishment who suffocates people, who does not want leadership like me rising up there. They are the problem. They need to be, you know, exposed. They need to be demolished. Yeah, and Butar, he's his little boy, came out of nowhere. Literally replicated the Fire Fauci campaign. That's what the not so obvious establishment does. They're plagiarists, they're hypocrites, and they victimize people. So all of you people out there, you know what I'm talking about who dare say that I'm a vaccine company replicating it. Some of them are paid trolls, by the way. To hell with you, I'm coming after you. Okay. Venu, anything else you wanna share? Well, you just did a podcast yesterday about what makes a human being a human being versus a robot. And so ultimately, a human being is not input output, something coming in, conversion and something coming out. A human being has a sense of sense making. A human being understands disturbances that are coming in. And then there's a goal and there's somebody who is a self who is able to course correct. So when it comes to understanding how to make sense of this, you gotta ask yourself, are you a, are you a robot or are you a human being? who can actually take this in and then do some sense making out of it. And we all are obligated to, have, to, to be able to sense make. And you will see when you do that, that the notion that Cytosol is a vaccine maker is just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, what Cytosol is a- What they know, it's even worse saying that I have a relation with Bill Gates. Think about what I've been exposing long before this moron Kennedy. I'm the one who started the Fire Fauci petition I'm the one who went after Gates and the Clintons and Fauci, everyone. Johnny come lately and saying that I'm a Gates, I get money from the Clintons? You won a competition by the White House as what, a grad student for something that eventually became Echo Mail. Right, which created Again. thousands of jobs in Massachusetts for working people. The Kennedys have created zero jobs. They're the ones end to end created the Vaccine Act. John Kennedy, Ted Kennedy created the vaccine courts to indemnify the vaccine manufacturers. And this foolish fellow, Robert Kennedy has done nothing, zero. And I will expose people who lie to the American people or for that matter to any people, anytime, anywhere, any place. Robert, you play the race card too much. Sorry, sorry, Robert, it, has, it is race. It is race, sorry. 
Robert Kennedy and his little clan of click do not want someone like me leading a movement. They saw my Twitter followers, everything explode. It scared the bejesus out of them. You don't know, it is racism. And I've never played the race card, but this is racism. So I don't hear there's no racism. I'm tired of hearing that. I'm there is racism, but the problem is a liberal whites have controlled the discussion of racism, saying don't use a nigger word, and don't you know talk about uh, you know, and if you support affirmative action, then you're not a racist. You know what? That's bullshit. Whether you use the N-word or not does not define racism. What racism is defined by is when you exclude people purposefully, you collaborate to collude against them, like what's being done here. And on purpose, you use race to separate people. That's what affirmative action did. Affirmative action pitted poor blacks against poor whites. And that was brought to you by Bobby Kennedy's father and the quote unquote civil rights movement, which they hijacked. And we can talk about that. We have not had a discussion about racism in this country. There is racism. And the racism is when Elizabeth Warren says that she's a Native American. The racism is when people try to keep people like me out of a movement by calling me a vaccine maker, by saying I have a relation with Gates and so on. And the racism is when others sit on the sidelines and let people like myself, warriors, be attacked and not say anything. That's racism. That's right, keep people poor, poor blacks and poor whites. And they come in as a missionaries. I mean, this foolish fellow, Robert Kennedy's nephew, is out there taking pictures of black and brown people. He uses them. That's racism. There is racism. So I think it's time we'll have a discussion on racism and you'll hear there is a real racism. Okay, let's start talking about remdesivir. Everyone ready for that? Everyone ready for some science that you're gonna get from a revolutionary scientist? Go look at all the videos I've done to help all of you, truthfreedomhealth.com. I don't get a penny for that. Not can one I, let me, freaking penny. Can I add something else, Dr. Shiva? Yep. He's, he, I would venture to say that, I mean, you're getting riled up not just for your own self. You're trying to protect that 14-year-old dark-skinned Indian kid who worked his butt off in Newark, New Jersey and created something. That's who you're trying to protect. Email. That person was me. Like that person is all of us, right? Dark skin, light skin. You're protecting that person who through his own creation created something without all this elitist backdrop. That's who you're trying to protect. It's not even about you. It's about that kid, that kid that actually did something and that all of us have the divine spark to do. That's why you're getting riled up. Exactly, and people need to understand that. I've been through a journey that very few have and, and you have and you've forgotten your anger. There is a righteous anger which leads you to justice. And the liberal, quote unquote liberals tell you, don't get angry. Well, screw you. You have the luxury of not getting angry. As a 14 year old kid, I worked my butt off in Newark, drove back and forth, you know, to New York back and forth. That's a 14 year old kid on a train and I created something, and it's for all those young people out there, it's for all of you that I fight. The Kennedys know nothing about this. 
They consider themselves royalty and everyone here needs to make a decision. Do you want to support royalty and aristocracy or do you want to support truth and freedom and health and everyday working people? That is what this is about. This is not about whether you use the N-word or not. That's what the liberal white elites want you to talk about. They want to, oh, I don't like his tone, he's angry. Well, screw you. Yes, I am angry. And you should be also. I got my four degrees at MIT by myself. Anyone out there, and how many of you are now, given what I've told you, going to go to war as digital warriors for truth, freedom, and health? And anyone, damn it, who says that I'm a vaccine maker or Cytosolve is, how many of you are going to go fight, fight, fight? How many of you really want to win? I want to win. When I put my mind to something, whether it was creating email, echo mail, Cytosolve, exposing the Indian government, you know, exposing Monsanto, I won. And imagine what we all could do if we all got supported behind each other and wanted to really create a movement. And we got smart and we saw, you know what? That guy's full of shit, Robert Kennedy. And we need to start having that intelligence. That's when you become a human being and you're not a robot. And we need to go to war against these people who just replicate and copy and simply cut and paste what an idiot like a Kennedy says or a celebrity says. Those days are over and they should be over if we want to advance. Everyone on board? Who's on board? Everyone on board to fight and to be the light or to remain in the darkness with the Kennedys? Because they're a pretty dark freaking family. And by the way, I'm excusing John Kennedy. He was executed by the deep state. Jen? Okay, I'm in 100%. All right. It's time to fight. I'm going to start right now, and I have a, a, a set of research I put together to talk about what just took place at the town hall. And Vanu, I think it would be cool to, for you to say, and we're going to talk about remdesivir. And we just did a cytosol analysis. We looked at the clinical study. We also went through in detail, looking at what remdesivir actually does. I did a, a one a night ago, but I'm going to go more detail today. But you're going to get armed with really understanding what Fauci's up to. You won't get this from stupid Robert Kennedy or butt ass or any of those other people. They're coming in, Johnny come lately to get views. In fact, butt ass called me up and he said, I got more views than you. That's what they're concerned about. They're not concerned about winning truth, freedom and health. So what you're gonna learn today, I'm gonna arm you with knowledge and everything I do, you know, we put out there. I'm gonna arm you with knowledge so you can understand how this remdesivir solution is a stopgap solution. It has nothing to do with building immune health. It has nothing to do with, frankly, addressing the fundamental issues. If anything, it's a recurring revenue model so pharma can make more and more and more money. And I'm gonna walk you through the science. We're gonna review what Cytosolve is. We're gonna walk you through the science, but my goal is to arm you so you don't rely on me. This is not worshiping Dr. Shiva Ayadure. This is about you guys starting to get smart, and I'm just arming you with knowledge. And that's what I'm good at doing. And I know how to articulate it in such a way that you get armed. So let's go through this. Let me share my screen here. Okay, I'm just gonna share my screen here one second.
Got it. Just have to make it a little bit small to do a couple of things, everyone. Just please hold. By the way, we don't have a production crew here. It's just me <laughs> doing sort of everything to support this. There's no uh, 10 you know, uh, people here uh, like the aristocrats the Kennedys have. It's just, it's just us. Okay, let me bring this up. Okay, so what we wanna talk about is, we're gonna talk about remdesivir, but like always, I like to give people a background by the way, anyone can go to vashiva.com, which is my personal website. And if you want to understand what I do, and you know, you got to understand I'm running for US Senate, shivaforsenate.com. Everyone should go to that website and support our campaign. One of the most important things that I do is, um, hey, Jen, can you take away the comment, please? Um, so Venu can show up. Venu, are you there? Yeah, I'm just plugging in. Oh, okay, let me add you back. Okay, we don't, we don't see your picture there. Um, do that. Okay. So um, we're going to walk through this, but everyone should go to vashiva.com if you want to understand the range of things I do on a day. But Cytosol, by the way, if you go behind Cytosol, we put all the logos of companies who wanted to use our mathematical models. We're hiding nothing here. What does Cytosol do? It's actually a technology for modeling biological functions like the immune system on the computer so we don't have to kill animals so we can discover medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And this is not just some liberal thing, oh, we want to save the animals. No, that's what we actually do. Some fool I saw on the internet was saying, oh, he's lying. He just wants to say he wants to save animals. No, we don't have time for that. And again, a review, this is how the pharmaceutical industry works. They, they find a compound, then they test it in a test tube that's called in vitro, then they go kill animals. And after these three steps, then they file with the FDA to see if they can go test on humans. That's called phase one, phase two, phase three. This process takes around $5 billion. And by the way, we're gonna have a good discussion tomorrow on this Robbie Kennedy's, who's actually, Bobby's actually a Muppet for another guy called Mark Blacksell. He knows about this. He comes from pharma for 25 years and we'll talk about him. But this entire process is very, very expensive. And the stuff that comes out of this, it takes 13 years causes side effects and we can sue pharma companies. And one of the goals in developing Cytosol was to find out, wait a minute, why are we doing all of this when the stuff that comes out of here 13 years later, we could have found out if it was gonna kill someone up front. And the other motivation was, I love natural products. In fact, all of Cytosol today is natural products. We work with Pfizer because they allowed us, gave us the opportunity to see if our models worked for uh, lupus and after that, they disappeared, the whole group disbanded, so they reneged on our contract, actually. Um, but the way that we build pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceuticals is the way we used to build airplanes. You create a, you have a design for an airplane, you put a pilot in, if he crashes, he goes, oh my God, he crashed. If he succeeds, then you try to rationalize why. So it's really a very poor model. And the reason, as I've shared this occur over and over again, is that the entire scientific way that we pursue science is actually screwed up. So if the elephant, represents, let's say something like cancer. And the the blind men here who are trying to understand the elephant, and it's a famous story of the blind men are touching pieces of the elephant. This is like the scientists, like academia. If the entire elephant represents the immune system or cancer, they touch pieces of it. And if they ever work together, they would get something like this, which has nothing to do with the elephant. So that's what goes on in academic science. And the reality is pharma knows that they're failing. 
This is why Fauci's trying to resurrect pharma. This is why the Clintons are trying to resurrect pharma, who, by the way, Bobby Kennedy voted for three times. This is why, you know, the Gates Foundation is trying to bring up pharma because of this. They spend year over year money. That's that orange line in R&D. And they're not finding enough drugs. They're failing. That's why they need to move this either to figure new kinds of drugs that they can push through, like remdesivir to help them make money, or they can push to vaccines. But this is what's going on. Pharma is failing. So my interest was a systems approach to medicine. And that evolved, as many of you know, at the end of the Genome Project. What you see here is this is a graph looking at 1993 when the Genome Project started, where we thought we had about a, a, about a, you know, a 100,000 to a million genes. By the time the Genome Project ended, it turns out we only have 20,000 genes, recognizing that it's not the genes who make us we are. In fact, we have the same number of genes as a worm. That led to a field in 2003 called systems biology. And it said, if we want to understand the whole, we need to understand all the components that linked us together from the genes, the proteins, et cetera. And one of the things that I got involved in, I love challenges, like Dr. Venu said, um, I was involved in one of the challenges in 1993 when the National Institute of Standards said, could you automatically analyze and categorize President Clinton's email? I won that contest. That led to the creation of an innovative company, which we generated lots of jobs in Massachusetts. Well, this contest was a different contest put forward by the, the National Science Foundation and said, look, now that we know we only have 20,000 genes, we don't have all these genes, that means it's not just the nucleus that matters, but all the chemical reactions in the human cell. Could we create a technology that was a challenge that could mathematically model the whole human cell? Now, I was running a very successful company because of my love of medicine, I stopped, came back to MIT as a 40-year-old, you know, um, and MIT doesn't pay you anything. I paid my way through my PhD, which most people don't. And I looked at this problem and I said, you know what? I think I have a way to really build a new technology to mathematically model the whole human cell. And the way I looked at it was biologists actually work in little fiefdoms all over the world. And so when I looked at this problem, I said, this is really about letting people do their own thing decentrally, but I would create a technology that would integrate all those molecular pathways, okay? So by the way, what is a molecular pathway? This is a very simple example. You have methane here combining with uh, oxygen to give CO2 and water. This is called a chemical reaction. Like this in the body, we have millions or trillions of chemical reactions taking place. Well, those chemical reactions using what's called Michelson-Menten equation can be converted to mathematical descriptions. So you can take this diagram and you can convert it to math and you can actually predict how much of a substance will get created over time. So simply put, you can take these chemical reactions using what's called physical chemistry, which is a beautiful science, convert them into mathematical models. So now the question is, imagine here's a, a diagram and this is becoming a mathematical model, how do you connect systems of mathematical models together? So if you can do that, we can literally mathematically model large disease functions on the computer. So the approach I took, which is a very radical approach, was we said, if this blue circle represents a disease or cell, let those individual pathways be individual components. And then I would let people work decentrally, and then I, were, I would create some mathematics that could let those decentralized components be fused together. So what this means is we can do science in a citizen science manner. That's what was radical about this. And as Dr. Venu said, this was outlined in my PhD thesis from day one. 
So I wrote a, a paper on it. It took us three years to get this paper published because no one believed we'd actually done this. This was the base of my PhD thesis, wrote many, many other papers, which take years to do between 2007 and 12, a lot of toil. And this great article came out in IEEE saying creating accurate models, mathematical models of life. That's what Cytosolve does. We create mathematical models. We don't make vaccines. I hope everyone's getting this. Jen, is everyone getting this out there? That's what we do. And fully transparent, everything's out there. It's almost, you know, it's like we're creating an app and people can buy our app. Shiva, this is where you beat them in the Senate, exactly. So going back, this is a pharmaceutical model. This is a cytosol model. Look what we're doing. We're gathering all this content without killing animals, mining it, and we're literally modeling molecular pathways long before we do any of this nonsense. This means lowering the cost of healthcare, figuring out what actually works. And by the way, 100% of what Cytosolve does is helping natural product companies. We helped a company like Juice Plus, who creates a juice product, which they dry. They know it lowers inflammation. I was a guy who just recently helped them figure out what, why it works. We help companies like doTERRA, an oil company, natural aromatic oil company, which has amazing effects. In fact, we're discovering natural products. This is what my grandmother did, and that's what I do. And to give you an idea of this, by the way, this is how we build airplanes. We don't crash pilots. We build everything on the computer. We literally model the mechanisms to, to eliminate all the nonsense that would be going on you know, without that. And we've created an entire collaboratory. Anyone is welcome to come to 701 Concord Avenue in Cambridge. That's where I run Cytosol. You can see we have a, a beautiful way. It, it's all in the, in the data center where we can take data, we can model, we make it available to the research community. They provide us feedback, but our models are getting better and better and better. The better our models get, the better we can actually understand science long before we go waste money. By the way, but I, what I think is cool about that too, I, it, it's an iterative process. So, I mean, I, I, I heard you say, it's not like it's a perfect model, but every time that there's collaboration from the research community, it, it gets more and more, it, it gets closer to the truth ultimately. And so, and so all members of the research community have the opportunity to, to participate in that way. And I think that's cool. Yeah, so what, what Dr. Vane is saying is, we literally have made this collaborative for citizen science. So people can give us their information, it goes in, and as it gets better and better and better. And by the way, as I've shared before, Venu, we use this technology, we can go into any problem. Genetically engineered foods, I was a guy who wrote five papers and we showed how genetic engineering of food actually screws up the molecular pathways to lower glutathione levels in the poor plant and increase formaldehyde accumulation. And we took, the, we, the, uh, we predicted less glutathione levels and we actually found a group in UK, which had act, was actually growing soy in a greenhouse and our data matched with theirs. So that's the power of cytosol. So let me keep going. So what we're able to do is we're able to take any field, look at all the papers in that field, extract out the molecular pathways, convert them to models, and then integrate them together. So by the way, this is a very, interesting paper that came out in cancer research saying, if you're gonna solve cancer, you have to combine individual drugs. Look, uh, I'm not into drugs. If, you want, if you're into great, I'm not here to stop you. But the point that they were making was you could combine 
lower dosages of drugs to get higher effects versus giving one drug. By the way, that's what food is. And so um, my thesis was the only thing cited in there as having the capability to do this. So these are people who do drug development, but they see the power of this technology. They see the power to eliminate a lot of unwanted problems up front. So the area I'm interested in is what I, what I used to see my grandmother or these people in the villages do. They used to combine all these different products. And with Cytosolve, for example, we're actually able to, uh, to understand mechanisms. So for example, some of you may know, um, it turns out Indians in India get one third less liver cancer than all of Asia, which means China. One third less liver cancer. And the reason it turns out it, 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 uh, 6,000 papers were published is because of the high consumption of turmeric. Turmeric is that yellow herb that Indians like to eat and it's in every curry. So that's that herb, the active component. This wall, this circle around here is a cell wall. This wall is a nuclear wall. And what you're seeing is all the chemical reactions that we have put together from doing this process. We went through 6,000 papers, organized them, and then from that, we built this molecular um, reaction diagram. So here is all the different places curcumin interacts. Let me just make it a little bit bigger for you. So this is something quite extraordinary. We're literally understanding all the places when you eat curry, curry powder, particularly curcumin, where it interacts in stopping inflammation. This is what we can do. We can actually understand mechanisms. I hope that's clear to people. This is what the power of Cytosolve is. We can take all the known knowledge, not just look at one cherry pick, bring it all together, and then figure out where a particular chemical hits, okay? So we, with Cytosolve, can literally model, for example, curcumin. Similarly, let's say you're having curry, a curry meal, exactly, and you're, you're wanting to have some red wine, resveratrol. So now we're looking at where resveratrol hits. So this is, we're literally modeling on the computer, you having your curry meal and drinking a glass of red wine. Curcumin is a molecule from the turmeric and resveratrol is a key molecule that comes from red grapes. Then what we can do is we can use the computer to mathematically model the reactions. So here, to keep it simple, this first, these are four experiments. The far right column here is a variable which relates to inflammation. That's all you need to, to keep it simple. 0.15 means high inflammation. And look at the first row. We're not giving any curcumin. We're not giving any resveratrol. You have high inflammation. Next, we second row, we just give curcumin. No resveratrol. Watch what happens. It lowers from 0.15 to 0.05. Everyone see that? Then the third experiment, we just give resveratrol. It goes from 0.05 to 0.06, which means curcumin's a little bit better at bringing down inflammation. Then we do something quite cool. We literally, we literally say, what happens if we do a combination therapy? You combine curcumin, your curry meal, and red wine. But look, we're giving the total amount as the same, but 40% less curcumin, 60% less resveratrol. But look what happens. You have nearly another 200% drop. Instead of 0.05 or 0.06, it goes down to 0.03. This is called the synergistic effect. This is why food is so powerful. Because when you combine lots of little things, it hits multiple re receptors and it has a non-linear effect, okay? So again, this is what Cytosol does and this is the power of it. So to say that we make vaccines is do they want me to shut down my company? And by the way, this is a challenge to little booby, that's what he is, a very sophisticated booby, Bobby, is 
anyone who thinks can prove that we are a vaccine maker, we will shut down Cytosol. We'll shut it down. And separate from that, anyone out there who can tell me what the ingredients are in a vaccine, we will run it through Cytosol. That's the challenge at no cost. The problem is none of these guys want to do that. And if Robbie Booby idiot Kennedy really cared about that, that's what he would be doing. But instead of that, he is more afraid that a dark-skinned Indian guy is going to lead a movement for truth, freedom, and health, and his family won't be involved, and they'll be exposed. That's what this is about. Anyway, that's what Cytosol is. Let's go now to remdesivir, okay? I want to educate you. First of all, let's talk about how a virus, how, how, how viruses replicate and what's actually going on. This is extremely important that we understand this so you can, again, get educated what, what goes on. So let's look at this here. So what you see here is this is a pathogenesis of the COVID virus, which means pathogenesis means how it works. Up here, you see the literally the virus particle. Now, inside the ball there is the RNA, the ribonucleic acid, which is a blueprint to replicate the virus itself, which means replicate this whole thing. Outside of it is a wall, and these are what are called the spike proteins. When this lands on your cell, and by the way, what is the purpose of a virus? The virus's purpose is one goal, replicate itself, procreate itself. Come into your cell. Imagine you have a house with a, with a Xerox machine. It's the thief wants to get into your house. Use your Xerox machine to make more of himself, basically make more thieves. And that's what a virus tries to do. It tries to enter your cell inside of you, go into your Xerox machine, which is called your ribosomes, use its blueprint, which is its RNA, and replicate itself using your cell, okay? So that's what I'm showing you here. So if you wanna explain this to someone, a virus is entering your cell, and the way it enters is it's got a lock and key model. It's gotta break the key. So the spike protein here literally lands at a particular um, receptor. In this case, it's the ACE2 receptor, and it's able to lock and key that and enter. So that's the first step. Once it enters, what the virus attempts to do is it releases its blueprint into your cellular machinery and it starts replicating, that's what the green here is, it starts replicating its RNA through a, a process called virus replication. It's quite amazing actually. Now, there are pieces of the RNA which actually recreate itself to help the recreation process. And so therefore, the virus replicates, first of all, its RNA, and then it has a machinery to package itself and then transport itself out. So first it's got to get in, then it's got to replicate the little pieces of its, now these are the Xerox copies that it's making, and then reassemble itself and get out, okay? So that's the process. So now my work that I presented at the National Science Foundation was a whole new view of the immune system. When the 1962 Vaccination Act was developed and passed, by John Kennedy, there was a very simplistic understanding of the immune system, which said you have the innate immune system, which is your eyes, your nose, your skin, where all the air, where all the pathogens come in. And that is the first, your first uh, you know, uh, phase of your immune system. And then the second phase in this model was the adaptive immune system, which were sharpshooters, which created antibodies. But frankly, this was the understanding of the immune system in 1962, giving basis for vaccination. In fact, this is still the basis that's used for supporting vaccination. In November of 2019, I was invited to the Prestige Lecture 
to give a very honorary lecture. It's a, it's a big honor at the National Science Foundation to talk about a modern science of the immune system. And I was the one who proposed a new science of the immune system an integrated architecture, which said, look, there's a microbiome in the virome, which is all your gut bacteria, the 380 trillion viruses in us, the 60 trillion bacteria. And then that interacts with the innate immune system and the adaptive, but there's a missing piece here called the interferon system. And I'm the guy who did that work for my PhD work in terms of modeling it. No one had done it before. So I'm an expert at this because this component is a missing link between both of these. And in fact, all of this then interacts through the neural system, which uh, doctors like Dr. Vainu are involved in as a gastroenterologist. He's very interested in the microbiome, but this architecture had never been put forward before. And I, that was what I presented. In fact, after I did this, I called up Booby. In fact, wrote to him, I have the emails. And I said, Bobby, you should be, we should be working together. Nothing. He said, oh, I'll have someone call you. Nothing. I saw him again in New Jersey. Nothing. He doesn't want to collaborate. He doesn't want the darkie out in the limelight. That's what I take it as. I know that's hard, but when he calls me a vaccine maker and all this stuff, it's the only conclusion I can have. And he didn't want to share this information with the rest of the world, but he did want to share lies. But this is a modern science of the immune system. But what that science tells us is that we have 6 trillion human cells. We have 60 trillion bacteria. We have 380 trillion virus, viruses, and all of these interact, and we have some small fungi. And what emerges out of this, which I've shared over and over again, is the reality of the immune system is it's not the viruses that harm us. So it's not this virus that harms us. It is actually something different. It is actually the overreaction of a weakened and dysfunctional immune system attacking the overattacking those virus particles. And many of those virus particles, depending upon the nature of the virus, they settle in different parts of your body. So if you have a weakened and dysfunctional immune system, your own body goes and attacks those virus particles. But if they're in the lung epithelial, you have your own body attacking your lung and you get fluid buildup, which is what occurs in this case with COVID. Um, but the bottom line is that if you have underlying pre-existing conditions, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, smoking, and you're immunocompromised, well, that's when your immune system is not working properly. And you can, everyone should go to truthfreedomhealth.com. And over on truthfreedomhealth.com, I'm going to just come back to this. You can see that we have tons of videos that I've done as a public service to really help, uh, help the conversation here. Let me go back here. I'm going to just open up the site for everyone. So if people go to truthfreedomhealth.com, We've created an enormous amount of content here to really help this discourse because we want to help make sure people understand. So if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, um, this is on the Shiva for Senate site. There's all of these videos that are up there and all of our volunteers help put this together and you can go more and more and more. It's a library of videos. Again, we did this as a public service. So people should go take advantage of these and these videos will share with you what is actually going on at the cellular level and why that is not a function of, uh, you know, that it's a, it, it's the, it's, it's the immune, it's a compromised immune system that really causes these issues. Okay. We come back to this one second I have to do one little trick here. Yeah, there we go. Um, so it's a compromised immune system that, that gives rise to these problems. Okay. And when, when that compromised immune system occurs, 
what you have is you have fluid buildup, your body's attacking itself. We're looking at the alveoli. And then if you don't address this problem, which we've talked about vitamin B and particularly vitamin C in the critical condition, and then you simply send more air down there with these ventilators, you're basically killing people. In fact, you have more because of high pressure, you cause more damage, which we've discussed in one of our videos. But remdesivir, let's talk about that. Um, what does remdesivir really do here? Well, first of all, in the previous talk, which you can go see, I really gave you a summary. I analyzed, by the way, this is vitamin D and C. Um, there are five aspects of the mechanisms of action here. One is viral entry. One is a viral replication. One is kills a virus by viral membrane dis disruption, stops a viral particle assembly, and stops cytokine storm. You can, if you can see vitamin, I forgot to put D and C here. D and C helps this and this. Hydroxychloroquine, that's actually pretty cool. It, you know, it has a lot of side effects, unfortunately, but it actually helps the viral entry. It, it stops the viral replication. It stops the viral particle assembly, and it stops the cytokine storm. Now, remdesivir, it only helps one thing. It stops the viral replication, and this is a problem that I have with it. The problem is that if the virus mutates, you're screwed. You have to create a different version and a different version and a different version. And furthermore, 74, nearly 70% of the people who took it had some type of adverse effect, which we'll talk about. So this is really, on a scale of zero to 10, it's like a three. It would get like a D plus as a solution. And, and why is that? Let's walk through that. And by the way, you can see the D and the C has no side effects. Hydroxychloroquine has side effects. And remdesivir also has side effects. And let me just sort of, I think we've discussed this before. Let's go right into remdesivir. So I'm gonna literally go through the recent clinical trial that was done. And this was conducted by Gilead Sciences. Gilead Sciences, by the way, Gilead um, donated around a quarter of a million dollars to the Clinton Global Initiative. Uh, good friends, you know, there's pictures you can find of the Gilead CEO hanging around with Bill Clinton. Um, their stock has gone up by 40% in the last like two months while the rest of the economy has decayed, why nearly 32 million, 30 million Americans are out of work. They've had a gangbuster time in the last 60 days. So the objective that they did in this clinical trial was to determine the duration of treatment with remdesivir to see if more patients can be treated with existing supply of remdesivir. So they didn't even do a placebo controlled study. What they did was they said, okay, some people are gonna get five days and some people are gonna get 10 days of treatment. So some people are gonna get five days, some people are gonna get 10 days. And is there a difference? And the dosage regimen was 200 milligrams on the first day, followed by 100 milligrams each day. And it was delivered intravenous. So 200 milligrams on the first day, 500, uh, 100 milligrams each day. Now they took 400 people and they divided them pretty close to 200, 200, 200 in the five day treatment, 197 in the 10 day treatment. So each person in the treatment group, they got in the first day, they'd get 200 milligrams. On the second day, they'd get 100 milligrams. So the five day group, they'd go 200, 100, 100, 100, 100. The 10 day group would go 200, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. That's a 10 day treatment. And they wanted to see if there was a difference, okay? The hospitalized, now these, so one of the things when they do trials, who are they selecting to give the medicine to? They weren't going after people who are in critical condition. They weren't going after people at simple symptoms or you know early symptoms. They were going after people who actually had pneumonia, all right? 
and reduce oxygen levels. So the only way that they selected people to give this medicine was you had to have pneumonia and you have to have reduced oxygen levels, okay, both. And the patients on the ventilators were excluded. So if you're on ventilators, you weren't allowed to be on, in this. And the clinical outcomes, which means how did they measure success? Well, three things. The patients no longer required oxygen support. So the patient comes and they have pneumonia and they required some level of oxygen. So one thing was they didn't need that. Or they no longer required medical care at all, or they were discharged from the hospital, okay? So that was measure of success. Okay, by the way, just to level set, what is pneumonia versus you know acute respiratory dysfunction? Uh, is pneumonia is an infection that inflames the air sacs, those little alveoli in one or both of the lungs and causes you know air sacs to fill up with fluid, or you get cough with phlegm, or you have fever and chills and difficulty breathing. That's what pneumonia is. And this can be caused by bacteria, viruses, and fungi, okay? So that's what, so you have to have pneumonia before you could be tested on this. Now, ARDS is a little bit, it's essentially severe pneumonia. You have low blood pressure, you have thickening of the alveolar walls, and you have shortness of breath. But this is what you have to have. Now, this is quite interesting. I'm gonna to talk to you about, let me um, zoom in here. Um, this is remdesivir, okay? And I'm gonna walk you through the chemistry because we uh, are running this, we're still doing, we're literally going through the cytosol to see the targets that it hits. But I wanted to give you the data right now, given what just happened at the town hall with the president, that first of all, it's a broad spectrum antiviral for several viruses, including coronaviruses, okay? It's broad spectrum. It's not just for any one particular virus. So that's the first thing I want you to understand. The second thing that I want you to uh, appreciate, let me see if I have, uh, the second thing I want you to appreciate that it's the official name is remdesivir triphosphate, RDVTP, and it's a synthetic analog of adenosine triphosphate. Very fascinating, ATP. And it's efficacy against viruses in decreasing order, which means Ebola was very good, MERS, SARS, and SARS-CoV-2. Now, what I want to share with you here is this is the chemical structure of remdesivir, Okay. And what I want to also share with you here is that if you see here closely, remdesivir is here. This is what's called the chemical structure. When it enters a cell, it transforms itself. And I'm going to show you here. So you have the remdesivir, which is called the prodrug. When it enters the cell, it becomes what's called the active form. So right here is remdesivir. It goes into your body. And over here, it's actually interacting. We'll get into it and it's blocking the virus replication process. But I'm gonna walk you through this slowly. So here's a chemical structure, remdesivir, which is, a, which is the intravenous. But when it enters your cell, you notice it loses some of these groups over here and it becomes this structure. Well, interesting enough, this structure is very similar to adenine, ad, ad, uh, okay? Adenosine, which is, uh, and that degrades down to adenine, which is one of the bases in your DNA, ATG, okay? So the bottom line is this is mimicking very close. If you look at the structure, it's very, this part is same, this part is same, this part is nearly the same, except the ribose group here is mixing an oxygen here and it has a carbon nitrogen group here. So what they're doing is they're mimicking a naturally occurring uh, component in your body, adenosine, which degrades down to adenine. Okay, this is something interesting to, to keep in mind. And what happens is when remdesivir enters your, so by the way, here's a virus replication process. 
the virus enters in, it goes in and it starts replicating itself. Remember what the virus does, it wants to create more copies of itself. So the first thing the virus does, it replicates a piece of itself, a viral DNA, which creates an enzyme, which is used to continue the replication. So it's pretty interesting. It First step it does it, remember the RNA is this long sequence, but the first piece of it, it creates a enzyme called GDRP, okay? And that GDRP protein, I'm gonna make this a little bit bigger so we can see it here. So the GDPRP protein right here, uh, everyone can see it, Manu, is that clear? Yeah. Okay, so this protein right here is what gets created by the virus. And, and this protein is used to continue the replication process. Now, what happens is this protein called RDRP, which is the RNA-dependent RNA, which is basically the virus creates a piece of itself and this is used to replicate itself. What happens is the remdesivir, which comes in as a prodrug, and then it creates the adenine, adenine uh, analog, it goes in and literally blocks this replication process. And in fact, it's unclear how it's doing, whether it's directly inhibiting or it's going in and replacing the A group, one of the adenine groups by an analog. So when the virus tries to replicate itself, it is unable to do that process because it has a bogus group in there. So it's basically inserting in a chemical species from itself that stops the replication process. Now, what this is dependent on, the success of this is frankly dependent on two things. It's dependent on the body. It's dependent, oops, did I, did I lose you guys there? Uh, let me show, oh, I stopped sharing the screen. Sorry about that. Let me go back to this. I think I lost you guys one second. I think, let me, sorry about that. Over here. Yeah. So sorry about that. Mania? Yeah, Hello? Are you, are you guys back? Are you there? I'm, I'm back, yeah. I don't see you. Sorry about that. I just lost you guys. Okay. Yeah. I'm are back. you guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I think I just lost you guys. I'm not sure what happened. It's very weird. Let me just bring this back. Um. That's very weird, very, very odd, okay. I just have to restart this one second. Um, 
I think I'm gonna have to shut down PowerPoint one second. Something going on here. All right, all right. I think we're back here. Okay. Um, can you see my screen, Venu, or no? No, I can't see it right now. Oh, okay. One second then. All right. Let me do this. All right. I think you should be able to see it now. Sorry about that, everyone. All right, there we go. Everyone see that? Yeah. Okay. Let me just now go back to this. I just have to find the slides. I think I just have to go down to the slides. Sorry about that. Another tour on this. Okay. All right, here we go. So is, is that showing on the screen now, Vayner, or no? Vayner? Yeah. Okay. It's on. Okay. So what's happening here is that remdesivir enters here and it essentially blocks this RNA protein from replicating the virus process. Now, the issue is when you look at this diagram, the important thing to understand is this chemical reaction has a certain rate. Okay. And inside your body, one of the things people need to understand, your body's quite clever. Your body actually has mechanisms that if something like this occurs, so what's happening is remdesivir goes in and it's literally putting in this bogus base pair to screw up the replication process. However, your body actually has a DNA repair mechanism. If, someone, if something screws with the DNA, it attempts to repair it. Does that make sense? So what's going on is your body, let me explain this so it's clear, your body's quite intelligent that every instant, you know, every, how many ever, you know, you have about 10 trillion cells, you have 6 trillion cells, every day, 10 billion cells are replicating. 10 billion cells are dying and new ones are forming. That means the DNA has to be copied. Basically, 10 billion new Xerox copies have to be made. Now, if there's an ever error in replicating your own DNA, your body has a thing called DNA repair it actually has basically guards which say, oh my God, something could go wrong with the DNA replication and it fixes things. So in this case, what remdesivir is doing, it's literally putting in a bogus thing into the RNA of the virus so it can't replicate itself. However, your, your internal body, because this, it, it's hijacking your cellular machinery, will attempt to try to fix that. So in the case of remdes remdesivir, what we're assuming is that you're hoping that your body's ability to fix this is slower than the ability for remdesivir to create the defect. I hope I'm being clear. Does that make sense to you, Sona? I mean, Venu? So there's a, your, rem, there's a process that, they, that the virus is going through to replicate it. Remdesivir comes and tries to block that replication process through basically screwing up the DNA of the RNA of that virus. But then your own body will try to fix it. So this is all rate dependent, which means if, if the rate of your body's ability to fix it is faster than the ability for the defect to be created, remdesivir is not gonna have any effect. The other thing you need to understand here that's important to take into account here, let me bring this back up, is that here's some of the problems. The virus can mutate, making this useless. So if this um, polymerase is different or this RNA is suddenly mutated, 
it's completely useless. And viruses mutate all the time. And the other thing is this is only affecting one part of the cycle in that entire chain as we talked about. And this is again, as I mentioned, the reaction rate of the inhibition is faster than the reaction rate of repairing. So we're assuming this reaction is gonna be faster than this reaction. And this is by the way, what we're finishing modeling in Cytosol right now. We're modeling this reaction and this reaction to understand the differences. And this is the kind of stuff that Cytosol can do. Now, what they found in the clinical trials overview, this is what they found. So if you look at the early intervention, so if you take people who are getting intervened in the early stage, all right? So there's two really big outcomes. So if you intervened, so for example, the patient came with pneumonia, and if you intervene with them you know, within 10 days of the symptoms, so right when they showed pneumonia, from the point that was t equals zero. So if you uh, intervened within 10 days of showing up the symptoms, you had a 62% of improved outcomes. However, from the time they got pneumonia and you waited after 10 days, it dropped down to 49%, okay? So that's one important outcome. The second big outcome is they found out that whether you give the five-day treatment or the 10-day treatment, it didn't make a difference, which basically saying you can just use a five-day treatment. You don't need to prolong for 10 days. So those were the two big outcomes. Let me now, sorry about that. Let's go into a little detail here. So in the five-day treatment, uh, what you find here is the following, that the five-day treatment group um, had the following results. 64 patients achieved clinical recovery. So 64, 8% were died and 28%, uh, 32, close to 96. This, this number actually... I uh, was doing these math. Is that right, Vena? I think, yeah, that's 72. Yeah, 28%, they didn't say. We don't know what happened to them, okay? As far as we could get from the uh, clinical trials result, which Gilead put in, in interesting enough, in a press release. So 64% achieved recovery, but the time to clinical improvement for 50% was 10 days and 60% discharge from the hospital after 14 days. So basically the five-day treatment group, remember they got the 200 milligrams, 100, 100, 100 milligrams, so what they found is 50% of the patients, um, they had clinical improvement in 10 days and 60% got released in 14 days. So, but 64% had some type of clinical recovery, 8% died from it or died after it and 28% we don't know, all right? So that's one result in the five-day group. In the 10-day group, you had this. In the 10-day group, you had 64% achieved clinical recovery the time to clinical improvement for 50% of the patients was 11 days and 53% discharge from the hospital after 14 days. So again, 64%, this is why they're saying that didn't make a difference. But the difference was that 50% was 11 days and 53% in, in 14 days. 11% more people died, which is interesting in this case, after 10 days and 25% we don't know. So the bottom line is that's why when you go back here, you realize that from a clinical standpoint, it looks like the five-day group and the 10-day group didn't have much difference. Now let's talk about safety. One of the big things, by the way, the FDA, the reason they exist is to, they don't care if the drug works or not. They're the there to make sure you don't get, uh, you know, you don't kill yourself. For example, um, uh, we use Cytosol as a test project because no one believed, remember, when I say Cytosol works, the gold standard is this pharmaceutical companies accept it. Today, 
All of our clients are nutraceutical companies, nutritional supplement companies. But the reason they use us is the gold standard in science still is pharmaceuticals. So uh, about three years ago, uh, when a paper came out saying that Cytosol could be used in the engine to do combination therapy, we did a test project where we raised about a million bucks because we said, could we solve cancer uh, different than the pharma guy? So we literally went through, there's 252 drugs for cancer. We looked at the two drug combination of two of those drugs all on the computer. And we were able to find a two drug combination that did better than the current gold standard. And we got it allowed by the FDA. We've never done it before. But what the FDA is about is they don't care if even a drug works. It could be useless, but they're about making sure you don't kill people. That's what they at least should be. What you're seeing here with remdesivir is 141 out of the 200, 145 out of the 197 people all had adverse effects, okay? That means nearly 71% to 74% of the people had adverse effects. I hope that's clear. That's a big takeaway here. Um, that's 71 to um, 70, so in the five-day case, which means out of 200 people, 141 people, that 71% of the people had an adverse effect, and I'm gonna go into that detail. And out of the 10-day group, 74% did. So it looks like the adverse effect got worse the more you used it. And here were those adverse effects. So we wanted to break it down for you. In the five-day treatment group, 71% of the patients, remember, had adverse effects. 10% got nausea. This is interesting. 6% got acute respiratory failure. And 7.3% had high liver enzymes in indicating liver dysfunction. And the, 40, the other remaining 48%, we don't really know what happened to them, okay? That's what's uh, interesting. Oops, I think that number is wrong. I'm sorry. This is a little bit less. I was doing these right before. This is 10 plus 16. Let me fix this here. Can you see this, Manu? No, not, not now. Okay, 16, one second. 23. What's 23? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That, that is the right number. I'm sorry. That is the right number. I was doing the wrong thing. That's right. Is that back up? Can you see now? Not yet. Okay, let me see. Yeah. I was I, I actually did the right math. I didn't believe my own math. Okay, there. Okay, there. Can you see that now? Okay. So what you find is the basically out of this, 48% had other side effects. So this adds up to 71. Sorry about that. 74% were in the 10-day group. Again, you notice that more side effects in the five-day group. 8.6% had nausea, 10.7% acute respiratory failure, and 7.3% had high liver enzymes, and 38% were other. And so this is the net of it. What you see here is that remdesivir only affects one little part of the entire virus replication process and has side effects. So that there you go. Now, I wanted to share this with you. This has been the number of unemployment claims. We have a lot of Americans, 30 million out of work right now, explosive growth. And look at remdesivir stock. They've had an explosive growth in their stock portfolio. It's gone up by nearly 40 to 50%. So that's what you have. That's what's going on. And I'm gonna get back and we can have a dis discussion here with Dr. Venu and I. But the bottom line is, what we've seen here is that remdesivir has nearly 70 to 74% side effects. In the five-day group, 71% side effects. You have about 8% mortality. And it's only hitting one part of that entire process of the virus um, you know, replicate the virus process that when it enters your cell, it goes through, it's a replication process. And from the science of it, from everything we've looked at so far, 
If the virus mutates, it's useless. If the chemical reaction of your DNA repair mechanism is faster, then it's, 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 its ability to insert and inhibit that enzyme, it doesn't have that much effect. But the bottom line that we wanna ask is, why aren't we going back to immune health, boosting the immune system? As we've talked about, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C. Vitamin A and D, which we didn't talk about A, we looked at D and C, vitamin A and D affect the entire gamut of reactions. Hydroxychloroquine, it has about 60 side effects, but it affects multiple areas. So the issue is why is there such a push to market remdesivir as a fundamentally a, a product that is um, you know the cure? And you'll find that if you do the analysis, I believe China had the patent on it, okay? I, uh, and if you look at it, the entire big pharma model is, remember, big pharma's tanking. They need solutions. They need profit. Vitamins do not create profit for them. That's what this is about. By the way, uh, is, the, is the screen back? Can everyone see this online? Yep. Dr. Shiva, coronavirus patients should be checked for the presence of metals in their blood. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Carlene, can you elaborate? Um, we'll, we'll wait for them. No, no to Gates vaccines, et cetera. So as, let, let me just take a quick commercial break because it would be wrong if I didn't do this. Everyone knows that I'm running for United States Senate. The content that we create here and the kind of campaign that, that I'm running here is really about the, the necessity that we need science. We need to recognize that we need scientists and inventors and engineers and plumbers and electricians back in running governance. This entire thing, Jen, can you just take away the comment there, please? The entire process we're seeing here is that the lawyers and lobbyists are the ones who for far too long been involved in governance, 60% in the Congress. This entire COVID hoax, the fear-mongering hoax in particular, was brought out because we have lawyers and lobbies who've been sleeping on their job. They allowed all of this to take place. They allowed the Fauci's, they allowed the deep state to create this entire crashing of the economy. That's why we need people like myself, people like you, who actually have skills. And so when the reason, one of the biggest reasons we're running for US Senate is to really bring back some truth to this entire you know, uh, process of, 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 of governance. So everyone, if you go to our Senate site, one of the most important things that we have going on is first, we have uh, the fact that we need to raise and support our campaign. And um, we know we're running against the Kennedys. The Kennedys are so afraid of us, they'll raise around $50 million with Robbie Kennedy helping them. That's why the smear campaign was executed because right now we're polling from our own internal polls better than his nephew, Joe Kennedy. But we don't need anywhere as much money. In fact, I don't just want your money. So anyone who goes to Sheba for Senate and you donate to our campaign, my goal is to teach you how the body is a system. And everything I just took you here is about a systems approach. So um, if you look here, we have a book called System and Revolution. If you look back in the Twitter feed, I went through the entire aspect of what is a system when I did the, you know, what does it mean to be a robot or a human? But you can understand what is a system. And I want everyone to appreciate that. And then we also have a very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System that's accessible to everyone. And if you go to yourbodyyoursystem.com, um, you get access to that tool. And the tool actually te teaches you what kind of system you are which is that red dot and the red dot can move on this triangle. 
how you can deviate from your system and how you foods and other supplements and exercises can bring you back to you. And that's your body, your system. By the way, those people are outside of the country. You can't donate to a federal US campaign, but you're welcome to go right here and just uh, purchase this directly right here. But to those of you who are inside the United States, yes, um, yes, Michelle just said we have to talk about, I won't forget that. Um, uh, those of you who are inside of the United States, please remember that you can take advantage of this and this is what you get when you support the campaign. And, and those of you who have, I know some of you are under economic distress, if you can't support the 25, pay whatever you can and we're here to help you out. So please take advantage of this and you're helping our campaign and you're helping yourself. The other piece that I wanna to encourage to everyone out there, if you know anyone in Massachusetts, if you're outside of Massachusetts, or if you're inside of Massachusetts, anyone in the world outside of Mass, tell your friends to go here and click on I vote for Shiva. What this means, it doesn't mean you're voting for us, it means that you agree that you will vote for us come election day in September. So you just fill this fo form out, and this is basically you're making a pledge. The reason this is important is, we want to get lots of people to support us now. So then when it comes to go to vote campaign, we're there to get you out to vote. So those are the two things we need people to do. Go to Shiva for Senate, support the campaign. We need money to support our campaign. But when you give us money, we actually support you, okay, by teaching you knowledge, et cetera. So I had to, sorry, I had to do that quick commercial break. Um, let me come back here. So in closing, what I want to share with you, and we can take some questions, is this that ultimately we need to boost up the immune health. If you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you'll see all those videos that I've been putting out as a public service to really talk about immune health. We've also been sharing how the deep state, the Fauci's, the CDC, the Clintons, the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clintons supported by Robert Kennedy, endorsed by him three times, and his nephew here, who's also running, who's a big supporter of Clinton, who believes in vaccine mandates, top-down medicine, we're saying we need to do bottoms up, which is, boost up the immune system. Remdesivir is just another, in my view, another scam. It is not a cure. It is, you know, we were discussing this among my science team. At best, it's on a scale of, like I said, zero to 10, a two or a three. Because I guarantee you, what this means for America is if the virus mutates, they're gonna say we need another version and another version and another version. This is how Bill Gates works, which is basically where lawyers work right? They keep charging you more and more and more. They never have to deliver anything. It's essentially, they hook you in as a drug and they give you another one and another one and another one. Okay. So I think what I really want to share with you is the Shiva for Senate campaign for truth, freedom. I think remdesivir is what? I think it's a, a, a thousand bucks, the treatment. A lot. Yeah. It's a thousand bucks. Vitamin A and D are pennies. Okay. I think hydroxychloroquine is about 60 cents, something like that. We're talking about a very, now, why are the pharmaceutical costs so high? Remember I shared with you, it takes literally around, um, you know, let's say 10, 12 years to create one of these drugs. And then they only have, you know, if, if it takes 15 years to create a drug, you only have five years of patent life left because according to US patent law, you have 20 years. So if you have only five years left and it costs you a billion dollars to make it, then you're gonna, and you have a patient population of, I don't know, 10,000 people, you're gonna have to sell that for a very, very high price. That's why the entire development process, when it's long, it gives them a rationale to increase the price. So natural products, which is what we do at Cytosolve, 
In fact, all we do, um, the fortune we've had is no one can say our stuff is garbage. You see, the big pharma guys will say, oh, Cytosol is nothing. You know what? Even Pfizer engaged us. That means they saw value in it. Even the FDA engaged uh, or we work with them to get a drug through. That's a big thing. That's a positive thing. So stupid Bobby Kennedy putting that little graph saying, ooh, Pfizer, ooh, FDA. He's an, he's, he's an idiot. What we've created with Cytosol is a wonderful platform for natural product development and for understanding. And no one can say it doesn't work because you know what? The, uh, it was validated by them also. So that's what the power is. But to answer the question, Remdesivir is a thousand bucks. Um, and by the way, by the time they charge your insurance, Venu, they probably crank it up by another factor of 10 or 20, right? Uh, they probably do. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we're, we're, I mean, we're interested in truth, freedom, and health here. So at some point, it'd be good, uh, Shiva, to incorporate the, this preliminary results of a trial that just came out on Friday. So this was on remdesivir. It was placebo-controlled. And so there was a um, faster recovery time with remdesivir compared to the placebo. But again, we should highlight what is remdesivir. It's an intravenous medication. And so it's not relevant until you get into the hospital. Well, you're not going to be taking IV remdesivir at home. So asking the right questions is very important. What should somebody be doing before they even get into the hospital sick enough to, to need potentially remdesivir? So again, we're interested in truth here. We don't, there's no demonization of truth here. So Cytosol asks those kinds of questions. It asks the questions and then tests the questions in silico. I think that's what's important about this. Yeah, I mean, I think the important thing is one of the results that came out is that vitamin D is a powerful antimicrobial. This has been known by great doctors. A lot of the smart doctors know this. Um, this is why, you know, as it gets warm, we're gonna produce more vitamin D, which produce cathelicidins, which is an antimicrobial. With cytosol, we've been able to sh show that. <coughs> Take all those well, you, papers. You presented meta-analyses on vitamin D in terms of its effects on um, respiratory issues, respiratory failure, exactly. you vitamin A, A and D, so. We just got a paper published to anyone that just we did on, on the flip side of efficacy on toxicity, which I'll be sharing with. It took us five years to get this paper published. We did it for soldiers in the military who take four different supplements. When they combine these supplements, they can cause toxins. It's not the supplements by themselves are also good. If you combine the wrong supplements together, you can also create toxic effects. About uh, three, God, six years ago now, I gave a talk at Walter Reed Medical Hospital and people are very impressed with Cytosol. So they engaged me to participate with the US Pharmacopoeia, and that's not big pharma. <laughs> USP um, is the organization, if you get a vitamin, they're the ones that validate what is in that vitamin. So we were asked by them to participate in their expert council. And, and, and it, later I recused myself and I actually used Cytosol to show how it can be used to determine toxicity before you put stuff in soldiers. And I'll share that data. But it took us literally five years to get that published. I mean, to you have to understand to get this stuff published, to get selected, to go through any of this is difficult. So over 16 years, Cytosol has been proven to an amazing tool. It's a weapon for truth. That's what Cytosol is. My friend Tom Zawaki says Cytosol is a source of scientific truth. That's what it is. We have the ability to figure out truth. To say yeah, that, I, yeah, to say I that. Just, it, I just want to highlight. Yeah. 
I just want to highlight that because, you know, I see so often as a gastroenterologist, an integrative gastroenterologist, this just demonization of this, like, oh, this is conventional medicine. One side says that's good and alternative medicine bad. And then the other side said all alternative medicine, good, all conventional medicine is bad. So this complete demonization, I, we're interested in truth. So I don't want woo in terms of supplements. I want something like Cytosolve to vet these and see what actually comes out. Because in the end, it's not alternative medicine. It's not conventional medicine. It's medicine. It's one medicine. So what is the best medicine for you. that helps heal someone? For you. For you, exactly. For yeah, your so unique I, person. So when I somebody might... circles Pfizer and says, ooh, Pfizer bad, associated with Cytosol, it's just it's demonizing the actual truth. Don't look at the little circles and the arrows. It, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think the most important thing to understand is, look, my position on the vaccine issue has been, it's not anti-vax vax, it's what actually works for that individual. And that can not come from top-down medicine. That's why the Kennedy's 1962 Vaccination Act should go away, the 1986 should go away, and all of this stuff should go away. Rodney Booby Kennedy's out there trying to manipulate it to build himself up some of his own brand equity, which he knows he's losing. The issue is the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Let me tell you, if you're a soldier and you get your arm blown off, I don't think turmeric is gonna help you. You're gonna probably need something much more powerful. You're gonna need some serious pain medication. You're gonna need surgery. Turmeric or resveratrol is not gonna help you. However, for the broad mass of us, healthy food is good. Cytosol can help figure out what's right. This is a right medicine for the right person at the right time. That's what this is about. This is not, and look, I have been in the natural products industry for many years. I go to many of the expos. There's a lot of charlatans and snake oil people. I see a lot of these people just putting together crap, putting together a celebrity and selling stuff, knowing that the stuff doesn't work as bad as pharmaceutical companies. So we have evil in pharma, evil in the natural products industry. But the reality is what actually works. That's what Cytosol can help find. We know, for example, we did some very cool things where we looked at mushroom formulations. And we found out some of the people in the mushroom world are saying, oh, shiitake mushroom is great for reducing inflammation. We found out it's actually the opposite. And maitake mushrooms are actually quite powerful. So Cytosol is actually go down to the molecular level. We don't give a damn whether you're small pharma, big pharma, natural products, this product, I don't care. The goal is to find the truth. That's what this is about. Because we also see in the green industry, right? A lot of people manipulate people. You know, we see the climate change narrative when it's really about, um, you know, demonizing carbon dioxide. We actually see the Paris Accords increased pollution. It allows increase in pollution. This is about getting to truth. And that's what our campaign is about. The Shiva for Senate campaign is not about bullshitting you. It's about getting to truth. That's what it's about. It's about truth, freedom and health right there. That's what it's about. And that's why everyone should support this campaign because it's a future of medicine it's a future of our health and it's a future of our country so jen are there any other questions people have any other questions okay let's see yeah lion's mane yeah so anyone out there think about cytosol as our weapon have you ever tested vaccines on cytosol Nope, we have not tested vaccines on cytosol. If we can find from the vaccine manufacturers what is in them, it's hard to understand what's even in these things. 
we have the immune system pathways. So if everyone out there, let's do a crowdsourcing to go demand that the pharma companies tell us what's, what's in there. We haven't had a chance to do that. We'd love to, we'd love to test mushrooms. We'd love to test, you know, whatever, you know, toxins, aluminum, anything. Rob, does that answer your question? Rob Pazienza. But we understand the immune mechanisms. I've modeled all the immune pathways. So if we understand what's coming in, we can understand what, you know, the components. In fact, there was a guy who does stuff on aluminum and he wanted to come test it. We never saw from him. We said, look, let's test aluminum. If you want to work together, what are all the components? We need to understand the dosages. A lot of this is about what dosages are in there. Pump, pumpkin leaf oil is an antimicrobial. Yep. Dr. Shiva, how does blood type? Yes, that's a very, so what we can do with Cytosol is we can actually, if we have genetics, we can load that into it. This is one of the things, personalized precision medicine. That's why Cytosol is so revolutionary. My goal is eventually to have Cytosol for you. You have your Cytosol. Imagine you have your Cytosol that can help you figure out what are the right combinations good for you. That's what your body, your system lets you do in a different way. I'm a nurse and nutritionist in Canada. This is a good one. Hold on. Just saw someone had a very good question. Someone said, I'm a nurse and a nutritionist in Canada. I don't know if you saw that one, Jen. If you can bring that up. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm a nurse and nutrition in Canada, but pray you win the election. You're so brilliant yet down earth. Thank you very much, Cindy. We have to win the election in Massachusetts. And Massachusetts is a center of the deep state. Many of you may know recently, let me bring this up. I think I have a, a version of this here. Um, uh, if people look at Jeffrey Epstein, you know, office, Harvard, if you type this in, this just came out in the news um, a couple of days ago. Let me bring this up. Jeffrey Epstein, Harvard, okay? Let me share with you this right here. Uh, let me stop this screen. I'm going to start the other screen up here. Go to the application window and go to the Chrome tab here. This is an interesting article. I don't know if you saw this, Venu. This just came out. That um, Can you guys see this? This is Epstein had his own office and phone at Harvard even after his conviction. This just came out that, that Harvard University actually gave him his own office and phone. So this is what's going on in a place like Harvard University. They're a Harvard University took in about $6 million from him and they treated him like a royalty there. They gave him a nice office. They let him work out of there, et cetera. And why am I bringing this up? The reason I'm bringing this up is that Massachusetts, I can tell you where the center of the deep state headquarters is. It's Harvard University. Harvard University is really not a university. They're actually a $50 billion hedge fund. They do the university thing. That's their front. But fundamentally, they are a hedge fund, a $50 billion hedge fund. They allow people like Epstein there, who's a rapist, child trafficker, you know, did all sorts of nasty things. And by the way, Robbie Kennedy hung out with him and Robbie Kennedy was in his, in his little black book with him. In fact, several Kennedys. So this is why we need to all open our eyes and realize what kind of people are we dealing with and why do we want to compromise our standards? Massachusetts is the center of the deep state. The Shiva for Senate, our win, will be a huge death blow to the deep state. That's why we have to win for U.S. Senate. Everyone go to Shiva for Senate. 
Tell your friends wherever you are to support the campaign. Support the campaign now. Volunteer for the campaign. Dr. Vainu is in Texas. He heads up all of our volunteers across the country. So we have a whole way that you can help support the campaign. Support the campaign if you want. Give your five, 10. By the way, our average donation is like 27, 37 bucks, okay? We don't take PAC money, but we have to win in Massachusetts. We have to defeat the deep state Kennedys. We have to defeat the smear campaign that Robbie Kennedy just did. This is not about me, it's about all of us. That's what this is about. You need, you deserve people like a scientist, an inventor, a guy who has four degrees from MIT works. You deserve that quality of person in the US Senate fighting for you. Don't lower your standards. Robbie Kennedy's a lawyer. Joe Kennedy's a lawyer. Elizabeth Warren, a lawyer. Markey's a lawyer. All the guys I'm going against are lawyers. Let's win. It's time to win truth, freedom, and health. It's time to be digital warriors. It's time to go fight, fight, fight. That's how we be the light. It's not about being on the sidelines anymore. We must win. We must fight. We must win. And the U.S. Senate election in Massachusetts, it's Dr. Shiva versus the deep state Kennedys. That's what it is. I'm running against a Kennedy. It's going to be me against a Kennedy. Think about it. Dr. Shiva against the Kennedys. Kennedys pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine mandates. They don't, they're not into one. They're into one size fit all medicine. They want to make government bigger. That's what they want. And, and to all of you out there, I recommend you go to this site. It's called RFK uh, Exposed. If you can just let everyone know the site that's there. I encourage everyone. So if you know the truth, rfkexpose.com. Just go right here. I just put it up there. And you may want to share it with people. I don't think it's allowing me to do it if you can. But if you go to this site, let me stop the share. Share the screen right here. Yeah, there it is. If you go to the site, you will see a site that our team built. So we get the truth out. We built this very quickly. The fact one is he is pro-vaccine, okay? I'm sorry to break the news. He's pro-vaccine. And I'll play it again for you. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Okay, there you go. I hope this is absolutely clear. There's no equivocation here. He is pro-vaccine. And he actually, if you continue to, it's even worse. As you listen to the whole thing, you'll find out that he actually wants to have a government agency now doing vaccine safety. So think about that. The Kennedys first did the Vaccine Act, then they created the vaccine course. Now they want Bobby in there, or Booby Kennedy in there. That's what this is about. This is about more government involvement. The way that we get to health is eliminate government involvement. We, health should be determined by you and me, whether you want to take cannabis, whether you want to take vaccines, whether you want to take Advil, whether you want to use turmeric, whether you want to use resveratrol, Cytosol will tell you what's going to work or not for you. That's what we are about. But it's, it should be up to you. This entire vaccine mandate of 1962, which his uncle put in, must go away. And his nephew right now wants pro-vaccine mandates. 
So I need all of you to share the truth, not sit on the sidelines. Use that site, rfkexposed.com, to share the truth and be the light. Exactly. People should be upset at being lied to. Big lies. Big lies. That's what this is, a Hitler approach to saying I'm a vaccine manufacturer. I have a relation with Gates and I get money from Clintons. That's what people do when the light is shined on them. They think they're going to fool people by going extreme. Doc, I have great respect for you. What is this? Let science and truth rule. Don't dwell on the race issue. I get it, but let truth rule. I never even thought of it before. Thank you, Michael. Look, I acknowledge what you're saying, Michael. It's the race issue I'm talking about is splitting us, poor blacks and whites, apart. And they use race. Because if you look at Booby Kennedy and his, the Kennedys, they always take pictures of black people and brown people as though they care for, care for us. That's racism. And then they exclude leaders. They want to anoint the leaders. And it's always some dark face that they control. That's what I'm talking about. That's the racism I'm talking about. They want to determine who will be the leaders and who won't be the leaders. I hope I'm being clear. That's racism. It's not calling me the N-word. I've, I've been called that. It's not calling me smoky or darky. I've been called that. I don't consider that racism, frankly. I consider that just ignorance. But deciding who is going to be the winners and losers, that's racism. Thanks, Michael, for that comment. All right. I got to... I've been, by many of you have commented that I'm looking tired, you know, I can't wait to get back to work out. I've never worked this hard doing all these videos, answering emails and getting back. That's why we need your help out there in all sincerity. Um, you know, uh, we have great volunteers, but anyone here should become digital warriors and help us. We've created content. You can go to, you know, shivaforsenate.com. You can go to rfkexposed.com. We must win. There is the establishment, and then there's the not-so-obvious establishment, and then there's us, okay? There is us and the, and the others. It's that clear. And we have to understand that. And, you know, I wanted to do two talks today. I'm just going to finish up on this. You know, I gave a talk, which I, you know, I've been a big guy in AI for years. You know, 1978. I was doing AI using Har and Walsh transforms to automatically detect when a baby was going to die in its sleep. That was when I was a kid, a 14-year-old kid. I did many, many different AI pursuits all throughout my career at MIT. Uh, EchoMail was an AI technology to automatically analyze and route email. But what I can tell you is this, that it's not about AI. We've had artificial intelligence going all the way back to Henry Ford when he had the assembly line and when he started organizing human beings to try to do one task. And the goal is that's AI when we, when we dehumanize a human being to take an input and output, input and an output to do one task. That's AI. It's not done on a computer, but that's AI. But the issue is, do you want to be a robot or a human being? We see a lot of robots out there who saw booby idiot put up saying that I'm a vaccine manufacturer and just replicated. Shiva runs a vaccine company. That's a robot. The movement for truth, freedom, and health does not want robots. It does not want them. It does not want sheep. It wants people who have a brain, who think, and say, what's the goal here? Is this true? How could Shiva Ayadure, who did these amazing videos wanting to educate us over and over again, why would he put a logo up there if he was trying to hide something? He would take it off. People need to use their brains. The movement for truth, freedom, and health needs 
humans, not robots, who just take an input and an output. That's what a robot is. Input, output, input, output. A human being says, my goal is truth, freedom, and health. What is the output? And you use your own senses. In Tamil, we call it buddhi, B-U-D-D-H-I, which means common sense. Buddha was the expression of ultimate common sense. Do you have common sense? Do we want to win? And in order to win, we're at a critical point in human history. We need human beings, enough of robots who listen to some stupid celebrity, some stupid Kennedy, because they say it, oh my God, Bobby, oh my God, the celebrity, Oprah. No, you got to listen to your intuition, your gut, and li listen to the facts. That's how we're going to win. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Someone said this over here. What do they say? Uh, I'm going to work on building something to help us. Great. Uh, take on the medical mafia. Yes. So let's win, everyone. Uh, Dr. Venu, thank you very much for coming here, helping us. And by the way, everyone out there, let's share the truth and let's be warriors about it with ferocity. This is not something to be schooled with anymore, okay? I mean, played with anymore. Be well. Thanks, Venu. Be the light, man. Thank you. Be well. Thanks, everyone on Instagram, too.